following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Thirty years of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach Watson Brown, and Young Guns Billy Derrick and Michael Sender. And now here's your host, George Plaster. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in on what is a beautiful Thursday in Nashville, Tennessee. The weather's nice. The storms are out of here. And we're ready to talk a bunch of different things. Let's start out up on the plateau. Say hello to Coach Watson Brown. So did the storm hit with the same ferocity or did it sort of lighten up a little? Oh, heavens no. It lightened up a bunch, yeah. We got some wind, knocked the leaves out in the yard and everything, but no, we didn't get anything like it sounded like you guys got. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and got some rain. We probably got an inch, maybe close to an inch of rain, so helped us. Yeah, we all need that. Yeah, more. So have you read the Daniel Snyder piece? Read it and listened to some things on TV. Wow. This is, this is not pretty for the NFL in any no. direction, George. No. In any direction you go. We will pretty. talk about this in depth later. Uh, Billy, how are you today? George, I'm doing great. I'm still uh, trying to bounce back from yesterday. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised we were only out, cut out for about three or four minutes. <laughs> it was crazy. Hopefully that never happens again. No, it felt like an explosion going on out there, but uh, you handled it beautifully. Appreciate let's uh, let's get Terry McCormick in here. We start each show during football season with Terry's daily Titans update. Terry, how are you? Doing well, George. How are you? I, I'm assuming that one of Daniel's six owners that he's hired the private investigator for is not Amy Strunk. I would think not. Uh, you know, she pretty much keeps a low profile and stays pretty low key. I, I'm guessing that she's not one of the six on his list. I don't know if you've read the story, Terry, but one of the things that came out was how bad a condition that stadium is in. The Titans just got through playing there. And I noticed a lot of 50 yard line Titans fans who had great seats. Yeah, I have not read the article yet, but uh, in terms of, you know, the the Washington Commanders and their stadium situation, I know that uh, there are people up there who are lobbying for them to have a new stadium, maybe a little more close in to the D.C. metropolitan area as opposed to where it is now, which is probably about 45 minutes, if I recall correctly, in outside of Washington, D.C. in Maryland. Yeah. 
What, uh, Terry, with this off week, did the Titans get maybe a few more reps for Malik Willis? Uh, well, what they've been doing, um, according to what Pat O'Hare, the quarterback's coach, said uh, earlier in the week when we had access to them on Monday, he was asked about Malik Willis, and he said that each week the backup quarterback gets reps at the end of practice and maybe stays after a little bit just to make sure that they're up to speed on the game plan and getting everything that they need in case he has to go into the ball game. So I don't know that they would uh, keep him around this week to have extra reps, but I do th I do know that uh, according to what Pat O'Hara said, that he is, you know, kind of, I guess, tutored on what the game plan is and they might make sure that he knows what to do in case he has to go in. So there is some attention being paid to him, even though he doesn't get a lot of normal reps throughout the week. By the way, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, the Yankee game, which was rained out tonight is noon Nashville time tomorrow. If anybody wants to know, I certainly do not care. Uh, but people of your ilk probably do. We care very much, George. People of my ilk, thank you. Yes, yes. Do you like I, that? I seem, uh, yes. You're, you're uh, getting kind of cocky again since uh, Kyle Wright, of all people, has come to the rescue for your Atlanta Braves. I have always been a big fan of his going yeah, back buddy. to Vanderbilt days. Yeah, buddy. Let's get back to the Titans just as quickly as we can. Uh, Terry, anything else you want to lay on us? Well, it's kind of interesting what you might want to pay attention to this week uh, with, you know, the Titans being off. Jacksonville, Indianapolis, that's a big game inside the AFC South. And basically the loser of that might be pretty much out of the division picture, even in a, a division as mediocre as this. The Colts really have their work cut out for them because after this game with Jacksonville and then the game that they have with the Titans the following week at Nissan Stadium, they have played five of their six division games, and their record right now isn't all that sterling there, George. Yes, I've noticed that. Uh, the division I would not describe as uh, stellar. No, it's very average. But then again, I'm inclined to agree with Tom Brady that there's been a lot of mediocre football put out there throughout the league this year, with the exception of maybe three or four teams. Well, he would know some of it's been his team. Absolutely. Yeah. And, Absolutely. and by the way, the call, call at the end of the game was horrendous. It's awful. Yeah. And I don't know which is more egregious, that one or the one against Chris Jones. I think it's dead even. 50-50. I think you're right. I, I think we're probably headed for roughing the passer becoming a reviewable play. Uh, I sure hope you're right about that. Terry, uh, rest well. Get ready for that Yankees game. It's a big one. All right, thanks. Terry McCormick, his daily Titans update here on the show. This is where we turn it back to Billy for the whole update. The entire update coming up here. George, powered by the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. They are proven to be trusted with your most personal asset. They are Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. Call them at 615-906-8458. Also, Sumner Funeral and Cremation. They are sharing their family with yours in your time of need. They now have two convenient locations in Gallatin and Hendersonville and online at SumnerFuneral.com. Sumner Funeral and Cremation, traditional, affordable, and dignified. 
All right, George, we uh, roll through this update as uh, as we begin here with the Nashville Predators. They uh, start their home season tonight, 7.30 puck drop at Bridgestone. Hot start to the season, Pre- uh, George, at uh, 2-0 for the Preds. Of course, they got Mark McGee coming up to talk about it. But Yep, he'll be on at 420. I mean, 2-0, George, and they get a chance to, to improve on that hot start at home. Well, it's interesting. The 2-0 is against a San Jose team that not many people think will be much of a playoff contender. But a year ago, the opponent tonight is the Dallas Stars. And a year ago, it came down to the final night between the Preds and Dallas. The Preds gagged in Arizona, which opened up the door for Dallas to be the seventh seed, which was the much more advantageous seed because it was Calgary for the seven, Colorado for the eight. And I think we know how that turned out. So don't be surprised when Dallas and Nashville go right at it again. Would not be surprised, George. Uh, speaking of in-state, uh, Tennessee wide receiver Cedric Tillman will reportedly not play on on Saturday. Uh, sources told WBIR News he was injured in the game against Akron, and he's been out of the lineup uh, recovering from ankle surgery. So uh, I would say that'd be a lot bigger in the Alabama game than the the past games we've talked about Tillman being out. Okay, Watson, let's uh, let's let's take a minute on this. If if that story is true, and we've got every reason to think it probably is. Uh, can they overcome no Cedric Tillman? Yeah, they've got that's not their issue. They got plenty of wide receivers that are making plays. I don't I don't see that as a big deal at all. He's even when he comes back, he's not that that is surgery is not quick back from. I know the surgery, it's a high ankle sprain surgery, is what it is. And he may be back, but it'll take him even when he gets back to just have that burst back again. I'm not sure he'll even be back. They wouldn't play him against Martin, I don't think. It it probably will be Kentucky is what I would bet. Yeah. yeah item a, two. That's exactly what the article said. So, uh, good eye there, Watson. George, item number three, actually. Item we, number three. We've got an MLB postseason scoreboard update for you. One game going on right now. Seattle leads Houston 2-1 to one last time I checked. I think that's still the score now. Yep. Uh, they lead that series. Houston does, rather. Uh, 1-0, that's game two of the ALDS. So that one's going on now. Game two, as you mentioned earlier, George, Yankees and Cleveland postponed to tomorrow. So that was supposed to be tonight, but they'll they'll play tomorrow because of rain. Yep. Um, I don't know who that favors or if it favors anybody, um, but Yankees are up one nothing. I'd love to see the Indians um make that a real series that that's been that's been a fun team to watch all year long indians terry francona is a terrific manager mm-hmm. just like buck showalter uh you know even though buck's not in the playoffs managers can they can take you quite a bit away george especially in the playoffs uh carlos correa other mlb news has opted out of his twins contract that allows him to become a free agent he was set to make over $35 million with Minnesota next year, but he said, I don't want the money. I want I want out of Minnesota. And there's been some Braves rumors. Yeah, and, and you know what? You can have them. <laughs> Watson, I think Carlos Correa is one of the most overrated, overhyped people out there going. This is a, a year where potentially 
and I hope it's not the case, there are three really good shortstops in the free agent market. Correa, who I think is overrated. Dansby Swanson, who yet has not signed with Atlanta. I don't know what's going on there. And the other is Trey Turner with the Dodgers, who I think just mops the floor with, on Carlos Correa. For all the Correa hype, give me Trey Turner. Yeah, and that's too much. Braves, Braves not going to pay that kind of money. They can't. They've got too much money in other folks. They're not throwing that kind of money around. And uh, I don't – if you're going to pay that kind of money, why would you not re-sign Dansby Swanson if you've got that kind of money to, to pay? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't really – unless they're – they're not going to spend as much money on a shortstop. I, don't, I just, I can't tell you that. Doesn't make sense to me. It's got no. Freddie Freeman written all over it again. What I don't get is this Carlos Correa rumor to Atlanta has been out there for a good while. For the life of me, I don't know why, but it does not go away. It doesn't hmm. die. And I can't figure out why because I think they've got a really good shortstop uh, sitting there right now defensively. There's nobody better. He has started to put up offensive numbers that have got him near the head of the class. He had 25 homers this year in the regular season. Give me Dansby Swanson. George, I would, I would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And uh, you know, we still got to wait on Dansby. I mean, we haven't heard any news on that that front either. So no, it's been very quiet. I. I don't know if he's asking for the moon. I don't think anybody down there seems to know on that one quite what is going on. Well, speaking of uh, not being quiet, Phil Mickelson hasn't been quiet uh, as he continues his role of the biggest supporter of the Live Tour. He came out and said on Thursday, said he was glad he was on the winning side and that he sees the PGA Tour trending downward. And he also denied doing the notorious interview with writer Alan Shipnuck. Uh, he said a month ago that while the PGA Tour had all the best players in the world for the past 20 to 30 years, that would never be the case again. So, Watson, why did he wait this long to deny the, the Shipnuck rumor? Uh, I don't know. He, he didn't speak, period. He didn't deny it, say it happened. He just wouldn't talk. He went, if you remember, he went recluse for a while. Did you see where... Uh, Johnson made $30 million this year Sweet. on that tour. $30 million. Good how, for him. Can we, how can you get on anybody that takes care of themselves like that? I, I, I don't understand why these the, the tour is getting all over these guys. I don't understand why Mickelson turns around and gets on them. Everybody deserves a right to do what they want to do with their lives, George. And Dustin Johnson just made $30 million in six months. Unbelievable. It's got AFL, NFL written all over it. That's exactly what it feels like. PGA Tour better try to merge because they they cannot come up with this kind of money. Yeah. They can't, they cannot match the money that these people are putting into this, this tour. They can't match it. And Sooner or later, they're going to be even more and more because that kind of money sitting out there and you're playing half the number of events that you play on the PGA Tour making that kind of money, I'm telling you there's going to be more of them do it in time. 
And uh, the only thing holding them back now is Ryder Cups and, and majors. And I don't know that they they care when you're making that kind of money. I, I just don't know. Yeah. After the break, we'll get started with Mark McGee, uh, honored in the latest class of the Tennessee Sports Writers Hall of Fame. Mark knows this predator stuff backwards and forwards. And his take is always very interesting. He'll join us after the break. Then we'll get into the Daniel Snyder story, which is flat out ugly. You need to read this thing. First of all, it's long. It's like war and peace. But it is unbelievable what ESPN is reporting. Then we'll have underdog picks at 5 o'clock. Busy day on the show. Let's get it started. This is Main Street Media Television. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. 
I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Well, that's some music that we heard going all the way back to the run to the Stanley Cup final back in the summer of uh, 2017 and would love reason to hear it again uh, in late May and June. Preds open their home season tonight against the Dallas Stars. It's a 7.30 start time. Different start time tonight because it is on ESPN in some form or fashion. I don't know if it's the mothership or the plus, but whatever the case, we bring our friend and the newest inductee into the Tennessee Sports Writers Hall of Fame, Mark McGee, to our microphones. Gee, how are you? I'm doing great, George. Thank you. Doing well. Let's talk. uh, Obviously, there's a lot of upside to a 2-0 start, but I want to talk about two decisions that the team has made that caught some people by surprise. The first one is obviously sending Philip Tomasino back to Milwaukee. Give me your take. What do you make of that? Because they sure were expecting bigger and better things from him. Kiefer Sherwood had a lot to do with that, his, his start. Uh, he's kind of been a journeyman player, and he's come in and found a niche so far in the first two games. He was one of the uh, leading scorers in the first two games. They had a goal and assist against the San Jose Sharks. And I think they felt like Tomasino need just a little bit more seasoning maybe this year. I mean, I knew he played a lot of games last year and was a big part of the team, but I think they wanted him to go down and play just a little bit more uh, kind of season a little bit more. And, and, of course, it's like Sherwood said, you know, this is a day-to-day thing. I mean, Tomasino could be up at any time. Sherwood slips up, you know, Tomasino's back. It's not a permanent exile to Milwaukee by any means. So should I take the fact that he was a major contributor a year ago but does not make the team out of camp, should I, should I say to myself, okay, that's proof – that they're considerably better. Well, I think so. I think it's, I mean, this is a team that, uh, um, you know, it's, it's gone to playoffs the last eight years. Uh, and everybody's looking at the, as a, them going to, to the playoffs again this year. Uh, you know, how far they're going to go, who knows? Uh, the team that's going to probably stand their way for that last spot, they play tonight and play again on, on the road Saturday, and that's the Dallas Stars. So, but, uh, so they need to really come out and play strong against the Stars tonight and also back when they go back to uh, uh, Dallas on Saturday. Uh, that, that was, like you said, last year was a fight to the last game of the season as to how that seeding was going to go. Um, Central Division is always tough. The Av- Avalanche is right there sitting there. Minnesota Wild's gotten better. Uh, St. Louis Blues are, are always at the top, but the Blues maybe aren't quite 
going to be as good as they were last year. There's some speculation that, you know, that the, the player situation there might not be as strong. So maybe the Predators have a chance to maybe slip in past the Blues. But most people feel like they're going to slip past that. They're going to be, there's going to be Dallas will be behind them. And the rest of the division, Arizona's a rebuild. Chicago Blackhawks are a rebuild. Winnipeg Jets are the real wild card because they technically, if you looked at the, on paper, they were a wild, they were a playoff team last year, and everything must have gone wrong there that could go wrong. So, so if the changes they made right that ship, Winnipeg could be right in the middle of this too. And Winnipeg usually gives the Predators a hard time. So last we looked in on the Predators' goaltending situation. UC Soros got hurt, essentially was not available at the end of the season. David Riddick couldn't have stopped a beach ball, totally lost his confidence, was a complete disaster in the final month of the season, so much so that in the playoff series, they had to turn to Connor Ingram, who I thought did okay. Uh, he wasn't Jacques Plant but he's, I've seen a lot worse. And, Guy, they got rid of him. What's the story there? Where was to Arizona? So uh, it was getting a little crowded in Milwaukee. Uh, you got, uh, got Devin Cooley down there, and you got Yaroslav Askarov, who made, made out of Russia before all these problems happened over there. And I think I really think Askarov's the Cooley in waiting. Uh, you know, if they need somebody to come in as a third goalie this year, if something happens to Saros, uh, or maybe uh, Kevin Lankinen. Kevin Lankinen is a much better uh, choice than uh, Rick was last year. And I think you saw that when Lankinen played the second game uh, and won against the Sharks over in Prague. So I think they have a lot more confidence in him. But Saros is kind of an interesting thing because Saros likes to play a lot of games. You know, everybody will say, well, you need to rest him some, whatever, to avoid maybe something happening like last year. But he likes to be in there as much as possible. And I think he feels like he plays better when he's playing a lot. So it'll be interesting to see how they parcel out his games, especially with Mike and a, a, a goaltender they should feel – I'm sure they have much more confidence in. Give me a thought or two. I mean, I think we know what Philip Forsberg is capable of and they re-signed him after a lot of pressure to get that done. Matt Duchesne was a non-factor for a couple of years and then exploded when the pressure really got on him. Gee, what is what is fair to expect from him? Duchesne has season highs and goals and points last year. Uh, is he going to do that again? I don't know. A lot of players had, had career highs last year. And that people wonder, can they can they do that again this time around? Uh, so it's going to be interesting. I think the biggest thing, I think Deshane will be, you know, Deshane's on the, on the, on the first line uh, on one of the wings. I think that's a great position for him to be in. Uh, can I think he's probably somewhere in the, I mean, was he going to have the same season as last year? Probably not, but I think he can be close to that. But one thing really we talked a lot last year about was the second line really needed some boosting, and they got that with a, you know, Niederreiter coming in as a free agent from Carolina. That, that was a huge deal for them, and Niederreiter uh, you know, jumped out you know, with three goals in the first two games, and uh, he's uh, he's right there now on the second line uh, with Johansson and Tobin, and, and Tobin then seemed like he came out of his shell in Prague as well, uh, and I think he's he's got a real chance to become a solid second-line player if he keeps this up. You know, sometimes he can be inconsistent, but if he keeps this up, he's got a real, a real 
solid chance to be uh, that second line winner that, that they've expected him to be, you know, at least to be a second line winner. Watson, uh, meet Mark McGee. <laughs> hey, Watson, how you doing? Hello, Mark McGee. Been a while. Good to see you again, boy. Well, we hadn't even seen you before. We just talked to you on the radio. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, you look, you look younger than you did. I, don't you dare say that to me, though, because I know well, it's not. I don't know. I've lost about thirty pounds since you last saw me. So there you go. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. That's yeah, awesome. I, got, I, was, I was texted George to say I got I got to get a new picture to you guys. <laughs> is that is that out of necessity or is that because you wanted to? Uh, it was. It started out as necessity and I just kept it off. Well, good for you. Yeah, it started out as necessity thing. I had to go on a bland diet for a month, and I thought I was going to be on a bland diet. I might as well lose some weight, and uh, kept it. And I've kept it off. I've gained one pound of it back. So I, I'd say you're all right. You got a little yeah, leeway. You're right. I'd like to lose a few, a little bit more, but we'll see how it all goes. Big surprise! Now you have brought up George Plaster. He's going to be the guy in Dallas Stars uniform, Ryan Suter. Well, I've actually spoken to Ryan over the summer, <laughs> and um, you know he always eagerly anticipates the return visit. Oh, I'm sure he's going to be eagerly anticipated tonight. I imagine the booze will shake that arena. Oh my god! But I, th- I can't understand. I, mean, I liked Ryan. Ryan made me look good because I picked him on the front cover of the old city paper to be the number one pick, and he was. But, uh, you know, he uh, 37 years old, I think. Yeah. And they signed him to a $14.6 million four-year contract. Wow. That's a huge, huge investment for somebody as old as him. He says he feels like he's 27. I guess the stars feel like he better feel like he's 27. <laughs> Go ahead, Watson. I'd, I'd say he better be 27 if they put that kind of money in him. Yeah, over 3.3 million a year is what's going to break down to as far as his cap hit. Gee, I I got a philosophical question here. I oh no, a lot of teams in the in in the NHL would like to be where the Preds are and have been here in the last what since 17 through playoffs, yeah. upper level team, and yet. We never seem to go past that, and it's kind of like it's our time to make a move, but we never seem to make the move to take the next step. Have we done it this year? Uh, Have we been trying, and these teams are just better than us? What do we got to do? We this, you know, people and and fans that you stay in the same the same level sooner or later they get tired of that. Well, I think the fans have gotten a little tired of that right now. I mean, like you say, a lot of people would love to have a, a team that's gone to playoffs as often as the Predators have. And, you know, but I think the the, 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 the uh, description you get of the Predators lots of times is the mushy middle. And that, you know, they're, they're not in the top three contenders for, a play, to, for the Stanley Cup playoffs, but they're not at the bottom either. They're somewhere in the middle. Are they ready to bust open uh, this time around? They got a oh, nice show. Ryan McDonald coming in, uh, two-time Stanley Cup winner, was the captain of the New York Rangers, and the last captain until this year when they got a new one. And you know, so you know, he's, he's a great player to have in there. And you've got, uh, of course, you've got, uh, you know, we talked about Niederreiter, who was a great addition. So are those guys going to make a difference to, to do it? Are the players that are there? They had great seasons last year, and some of them had career years. So they're going to have close to career years again this year. Uh, you know, it's a mix of veterans and young players. It's a nice mix of the two. Sales is probably one of the top five goaltenders in the league, at least. 
And you know, so the, the, you, you, it's, it's according, you know, this is the coach, whoever gets hot at the right time. Do you, do you personally believe we've made enough moves to even catch the West? Have we made enough moves to get to the top of the West? I mean, well, they're well, so close. I, I mean, it, 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 it seems like when you get this close that you figure out what it is to finish it off. And there's never, it seems to me like there's not this limelight bring in. It, it can, they kind of fix like we're talking about. We, we, we fill in the holes a little bit, but we never seem to hit the limelight bring in that gets us over the hump. Should we be doing that? If you're, if you're the general manager, what do you think? And I'm not talking about people, just philosophically, what would you do to take this last step to compete for the, for sure, compete for well, the West? The big thing is the sour cap situation. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, there are several teams, uh, probably the majority of teams right now, are right at the sour cap situation. And the Tampa Bay had to let McDonald go because of the salary cap. That's how come the Predators got him in that nice little trade that they got with, with early on. So that's the big thing is the salary cap. How much can you? How much heavy hitting can you do from that standpoint? I think Nashville's an attractive place for players to come. I think the city's a great place for people, for players to be and live. So, I mean, obviously those things are there. Uh, you know, the Avalanche has just been so good, uh, and they really learned how to win last year. Uh, I say I think the Blues maybe have a little bit of a chink in their armor maybe this time around. Uh, Minnesota Wild has made a lot of improvement, uh, you know, but they lost uh, they lost a couple of players too from that standpoint. So uh, again, from a salary cap issue, so it's hard to really say. Right? I mean, they, they're close. Uh, they're they're closer than they've been in probably two or three years to making that kind of move. Uh, injuries are a big deal. Uh, you know, so you got to deal with look at that. Um, and hey, let me put in where where are they in as far as the cap? They're close. I don't know exactly. But I'd have to look that up. I haven't looked that up lately. They're they're really close. I think now because they've signed some people, you know, that for uh, uh, before Sports contract and some other things. But they've got a little bit of leeway. But but uh, probably more so than a lot of other teams do. I'd have to look that number. I'm sorry, I don't have that with me. But uh, um, but that, I think that you know. Are they a player away? It's hard, really, it's hard to really tell with hockey. I mean, ho- hockey is a sport where, you know, one superstar doesn't necessarily make the difference. Just ask the Edmonton Oilers, you know, who, and are the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs. I mean, they've got top players, you know, two of the top players in the league, maybe three of the top players in the league combined with Edmonton and Toronto. And, you know, they're not going any farther than the Predators have gone for the most part. So, you know, it's, it takes more than just one player or two to make a big difference. It, it takes a whole team to do that. And I think they're buying in. I think John Hines has come in and came in two and a half years ago to change his philosophy. Talk about the philosophical question. Change the philosophy of the team. It's the way he wanted to fit. And I think this, this team probably is going to be the closest to what he's wanting to do than these has since he's been there. And what is that exactly? Just wanting them to be more physical? What's, what's what grinding, is he wanting? Grinded out. Just be a grinding team and a team that scores when they can and play strong defense. And the one thing is probably the Predators have to watch out for, and it hurt them last year, is they got to quit having – the penalty situation kills them at times. They make a lot of really unnecessary penalties. And that's going to be a big thing tonight. How, how, how well do they stay out of the penalty box tonight? Yeah. George? 
Gee, really appreciate it. Look forward to you being on. We probably haven't set a date yet of Mark will be on every this day each week, but we'll do it as we get football. Once football kind of clears out, we'll do that a lot more. Thank you as always. Oh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Watson, always good to talk to you. Good to see you, Gee. Look great, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. See ya. Okay. When we come back, if you have not seen the ESPN piece on Washington Commander's owner, Daniel Snyder, you won't believe it. First of all, long, like long as in like war and peace. And the more you read, the more you just go, are you kidding? Stick around. We'll talk about it next. This is Main Street Media Television. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com. At WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics, we pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier your skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com.
Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. Providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. We're back. If you're watching us live, big update from Houston. Jordan Alvarez, in my opinion, as underrated a superstar as there is in baseball. His bomb won the game a couple of days ago in the bottom of the ninth. Well, he just hit a two-run homer off a really good Seattle right-hander in Luis Castillo. 3-2 Astros going to the seventh. Watson, he is trying to basically say to that team, get on my back. Yep. I'm telling you, Yankees are sitting there pulling against them hard, man. They don't want any more of the Astros, and they're fixing to get them again if they get out of Cleveland. Yeah. And if they do, you're going to hear the trash can banging away. It'll sound yeah. like it'll sound keep like banging this. on the trash can and keep getting your butt beat. You better, you better move on at some point and try to beat these boys. That's what I say. I, I just think that kills these teams that keep doing that. I mean, talking about the past, man, you better you better get ready now. There ain't no trash cans right now, and you got to beat the Astros, and they're pretty damn good. If you are home tonight and you watch the uh, Amazon Prime game between the Commanders and the Chicago Bears, first of all, God bless you. Uh, you deserve a medal. Those are two bad football teams. Al Michaels is likely to spice up that broadcast because he won't shy away from this. Uh, ESPN put together a cover story today that is about the size of War and Peace about Daniel Snyder. And I, I've written down three things that they, they ended up interviewing about 30 former Redskins employees, team owners in the NFL, um, executives from other teams, most of whom were anonymous quotes. But here is the gist. I've got three things here, Watson, that to me are the three biggies. Number one, Snyder, according to these people, has openly said, I've got enough dirt on Roger Goodell. He doesn't want to screw with me. If he tries to take me down, I'll take him down. And apparently, according to these different people, Snyder has hired private investigators to go after Goodell and about six owners around the league, one of whom is identified in this story is Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Jones has been sort of the last man standing. He's been the only person at all that has been in Daniel Snyder's court. And according to this story, a lot of these people interviewed are saying that Jones 
has thrown in the towel on Snyder and has just said, I can't defend him anymore. I can't save him. There had been a belief that at the NFL owners meeting next week, that a vote would be taken potentially to get rid of Daniel Snyder. The athletic within the last hour, Watson has come out and said that that is not going to happen. And the story quotes some league people as saying that Goodell is absolutely scared to death of Snyder and doesn't want any part of going at it with him. Yeah, I, th- this whole thing stinks. I, I don't like the way the story's written. I don't ever like articles where there's no names. I just that 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 blows my mind that you can write that and then people just say it's all true. Uh, well, he won't give his name, but he gave us all this information. I, I just don't like that. And then I don't like all the stuff I'm reading. I mean, this hiring private investigators, again, I don't know if it's true because there's nobody sticking their neck out and saying, yeah, it's true. Ain't a right. name popped out in the whole thing. Not one name. Yep, you're this right. This whole thing is, well, I won't give my name, but, well, that ain't giving anything. I just can't stand that when they do people that way. I'm sure not defending Daniel Snyder. And then if he's gone out and hired investigators, if that's true, and I'm dang sure not saying it is, if that's true, man, this thing is nasty. It's nasty, George. And if, and if he's got stuff on all these people and they're scared to do anything because of it, where does it go? What is what does that say about the NFL if this is true? Uh, when you called me this morning, I hadn't read any of it. And you called me, I read the whole thing. And it just made me want to throw up because yeah. I don't like the way the article was written at all. I don't think that's fair to Daniel Snyder, Jerry Jones, Roger Goodell. They're saying things that they keep back. This guy's writing an article that people say, but won't give their name, (laughs) then don't write it. That's the way I look at it. So I don't like the way it was written. And I dang sure don't like what's written in it because it's, it's about as ugly as it gets. If this is true and we don't know it is. And, and by us talking about it, we're giving it a little credence, but it's, it's so out there that you can't talk about it. You got to talk about it, George. We can't sit here and just, not talk about it. If it is true, all this, this thing could get unbelievably ugly as it goes on. I mean, he's sitting there saying he's got Roger Goodell. He's got Jerry Jones. He's not saying it, but there's people saying that he's he's got them. And I don't know how uglier it can get other than that. Well, let's start with this. Uh, another piece of this involves the fact that the Redskins Stadium right now is in about as bad a situation as any of them. It was built by far the largest in the NFL, 91,000 seats. They have, because of the team just being absolute junk, they've they've taken it down to 64,000. And even then, I noticed... Sunday. It wasn't full. Well, it wasn't anywhere close. And Titans fans had some of the best seats in the house. And I don't blame Redskins fans. This is, and I know I've called them the Redskins, excuse me, the Deadskins. 
this was one of the proudest, most storied franchises in this league. Now, Watson, whether this stuff is true or not, this is the truth. This guy has ruined this franchise. Oh, 100%. We got proof of that. The proof's in everything that we see, everything that we see. No class in some of the things going on in the building. Who's running the show? The stadium is awful. George, this is one of the greatest franchises of all time. And, I mean, George Allen coached there. Joe Gibbs coached there. Vince Lombardi coached there. The Redskins, Sonny Jurgensen back in those days, Paul Warfield, this place, this goes back as maybe the best, one of the best for sure. It's right there with the Packers, if you ask me. The Packers, the Giants, the Cowboys, would you not – that would be my three and from the from the early years and maybe even throw the Colts in there, the, the old Baltimore Colts in yeah. there. And, and, uh, and look at it now. We got a, a, a screwy name. We got an old stadium, and yet people around the Washington D.C. area won't help build one because he's alienated everybody. I mean, he's alienated everybody. Yeah. I mean, he needs to go. The NFL, if they don't get rid of him here pretty quick, makes me wonder about some of the things we see written. Why would they not want to get rid of him now? Well, why would they not? Watson, when you think about the the Phoenix Sun story with the guy yeah. Sarver, okay, a lot of the same stuff has long since come out in Washington, and the league hasn't done anything. Now, you're right about the fact that nobody really comes out and uses their name, Mm-mm. but. I will say this, do I believe that he's got this kind of dirt on Goodell? And do I believe that Goodell is afraid to go down this road? Yes, I do. Because he should have been out two, three years ago, and the league has tap danced around Daniel Snyder, and at times looks like they're right in bed with him. Well, uh, I want I want take another angle when I was thinking about it. I'm sitting there saying, okay, the league hasn't jumped on him, kicked him out. They're holding information that they've had investigated on him and it's still not come out. Why is that? Why would the league not come out with all this stuff that they've investigated on him? And then I also look at Snyder. I say, if, if this isn't true, if it is true, if or no, if it isn't true, why is he invest? Why is he out investigating other owners? If he's all innocent with all of this, why is he running around now and getting dirt on all these other owners? He shouldn't care if none of it's true. The whole thing is going to pop so sooner or later. Oh, it absolutely it's going to pop sooner or later, and there is no telling where this goes, George. There is no doubt in my mind watching his personality that if they do go get him, he won't go easy. He will come after people. It's his personality. Right. It, it, that that I see in him. And so I would project that he will flat not go easy. 
And if and if they vote him out, <laughs> there's no telling. I was around one of those, man. I was around SMU, sitting right in the middle of it, right dead in the middle of it. One of the coaches and ADs in that league, when SMU went down, SMU didn't go lightly, man. They took a bunch with them, and it ended up being Southwest Conference gone. There is no such thing anymore. Right. And what comes from the NFL if he goes after these dudes is going to get really interesting. Watson, I got about one minute. My gut feeling is that in spite of the athletic report that nothing is going to go down next week at the NFL owners' meetings, I believe that in the next two or three days, the heat is going to get so intense that there will be an owner in those meetings who basically challenges Goodell and says, you're the commissioner, you've got to ask for the vote. Yeah, That's what I somebody, think. somebody's going to challenge him on that and somebody's going to challenge him on, why haven't we brought any of this stuff out that we've been investigating? What are you waiting on? Somebody's going to ask that question, in my opinion, too. I'm asking it. If Roger Goodell was in front of us as press, now I'm a press guy, if Roger Goodell was in front of us and we got to ask first question, I'd say, why are you holding all this stuff? Right. If if you don't have anything, come out and say you don't have anything. If you got something, why are you holding it? What's going on here? So you're right. It's going to come to a head. It's got to. It's got to. Meanwhile, back to the toy department of life, stat of the day is coming up next. And then underdog picks where one of us continues to have the same number. Oh, it's so depressing. This is Main Street Media Television. Serving Williamson and surrounding counties, Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee offers comprehensive orthopedic care with 16 sub-specialized physicians. Our practice provides high-tech care with a hometown touch. We offer physician clinics, physical and occupational therapy, advanced imaging, and surgical services, including interventional procedures. Call us at 615-791-2630. We're Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee. High-tech care with a hometown touch. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad, I couldn't work for almost a year. I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. At Sumner Funeral and Cremation, our mission is to serve families as our own, celebrate the life of their loved one, and help begin the healing process. My whole family, including my wife and my mom and siblings, were very happy with the treatment that we received. I would highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation. We offer funeral, burial, cremations, and pre-planning services. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com.
Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace and we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. It is now time for Stat of the Day here on the George Plaster Show, powered by John English Vintage Sports and Cards, as well as Eric Berner with Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. You can find John English Vintage Sports and Cards over in Shelbyville, Tennessee. They're open Tuesdays through Fridays. They've got memorabilia, trading cards, lots of other great stuff. They specialize in antique and historical sports equipment, games, advertising, and other sport-related items. Again, 12 to 5 o'clock on Tuesdays and Fridays through Fridays, and then Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5. Visit them online at johnenglishgradedcards.com. Also, Eric Berner with Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. Give Eric a call at 615-490-7052 or visit rockcastlewealth.com for more information. Okay, let's get into today's stat of the day. Here it is. Which NFL team hasn't given up a touchdown in the second half or overtime in any game this year. They were a playoff team last year. Little hint. Hmm. That should help actually a decent amount. That should help. We need to we need to attack this. You stay quiet while we uh while we try to get this. Watson, any uh anything popping up right off the bat? Nope. Okay, let me let, let's let's run through. He said an overtime. Does that mean they've been in overtime, Billy, or are you just saying that? Well, in, in or overtime, second half slash overtime. Okay, but that's not that doesn't mean they the been. giveaway that they've been in overtime. No. Okay, Watson. Let let's try a few. Dallas. Let's think about Dallas for a minute. I don't think the Rams got a touchdown in the second half. I, eh, I don't remember about the Giants. The G-Men. Um, Buffalo. Let's keep Buffalo. going. Hold on. Who, who was in the playoffs in the AFC? Why don't we just go AFC and say we got to go quick? I know. Okay. Buffalo, KC, Titans, Cincinnati. It's not the Titans. No, not Cincinnati. It's not Cincinnati. Uh, might be Buffalo. Very well could be Buffalo. 
Buffalo didn't give up a touchdown, I don't believe, to the Titans in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know they didn't to Baltimore. Watson, I want to go Buffalo and see if that's it. Yeah, let's quickly do the NFC. Dallas, Rams, San Fran, Bucks, San Fran. Could be San Fran. San Fran has played Carolina. Didn't Carolina get a cheap touchdown late? Probably did. Rams did not. It's not the Bucks because Rams. The Chiefs got after the Bucks good. So it's not the Bucks. I, I'm not sure it's not the Bills. I think it's either Buffalo or San Fran. Yeah. Let's go Buffalo and see what happens. All right. Oh. Good Lord. Is that right? Cincinnati Where Bengals. Where did that come from? And they're two and three this year. Cincinnati? Cincinnati. That would I would not have gotten that one. That would have shocked me. Wow. Not. <laughs> That tells you how bad their offense has been. Yeah. Good good one, Michael. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I wouldn't that's have got that. Very good one. So we're now officially into the 5 o'clock hour? We are, George. Okay. It's the 5 o'clock hour. That means underdog picks powered by Sir Speedy. But this entire 5 o'clock hour is brought to you by Middle Tennessee Bone and Joint. They combine state-of-the-art orthopedic service with a family atmosphere, whether it's a sports injury, a sprained ankle, or a major joint replacement, MTBJ has the staff, training, and equipment needed to take care of any patient in any circumstance. Visit their website. That's mtbj.net for more information. And that does... For, what was that? Information. In, information. Information. <laughs> yes. And it is now time. You see the logo up there. Underdog Picks, brought to you by Sir Speedy. Whether you need top-notch printing custom web design, or a direct mail marketing campaign, they are ready to help get the quality products, services, and experience that your business deserves. Partner with Sir Speedy today by logging onto their website at sirspeedy.com, the official provider of the largest banner in the history of banners. God, and, and we're the recipient. The Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night has got a big old banner. I mean, big, big. Okay, so we get into the underdog picks. Let's go to the right corner. And I don't remember in the 23 years that I worked with Willie, him ever wearing anything that nice. In fact, back then, it was a lot of dad's hand-me-downs, which I like to really rip on you about. So the the yellow sweater, is that paid for? It It is, surprisingly, George. You know, really? when you... There will be not. I will not be on TV tonight. But you know, you got to up the you got to up the wardrobe when you do some TV. So I mean, I I've had to evolve. Very impressive. Nice tie. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, does it match? I mean, does well, it match what you're wearing? We kept it simple. We kept it simple. We got Preds colors tonight. It's opening night. Uh huh. On the home schedule tonight, the home opener. So I went with with Preds uh with Preds gold and the little navy. Okay, let's check in with Darren McFarland, whose guardians got rained out tonight in New York. 
I'm guessing, Darren, that's good for you. <laughs> Why is that good? Yeah, yes, it is actually. Yes. Yeah, because you you're working you're working tonight, correct? Yeah, I'll be at okay. I'll be at Bridgestone. So okay, so this and, is helpful. In my by the way, in my hoodie. So this tells you where I'm at. Willie's <laughs> all dressed up. I'm in a hoodie. So podcast attire. Yeah, podcast attire. <laughs> Dressed down just a bit. Um, so yeah, tomorrow is they what first pitch is at eleven o'clock our time. So or twelve. I don't something 11, like that. 12, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I get to watch it tomorrow. So okay, I'll take it. I was a little disappointed a in game one, but you know. Do you have a bet with Terry? No, we've tried to keep it civil. Uh, Terry, you know, Yankees fans, it's, it, you know, you, you understand this, like they, they jump on, they jump off, they jump on things, you know, it's like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know where I made you. I'm not playing well. It's like, whatever. And then they win game one. It's like, Oh yeah, yeah we're back. Yeah. The Yankees are going all the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's like, they are so fickle and so spoiled. It's like, Oh, the minute they, don't look uh, like world beaters. It's like, oh, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Watson, why, why do you look like you want to say something? No, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this. Okay. I'm, 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 uh, he's right about Yankee fans. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Obnoxious. He's got them nailed to the wall. Obnoxious. Okay, Billy, we, uh, we review what went on last week, and at times we get some reaction to your review. Yeah, there's usually a little bit of reaction to this. Here are the week six results. We start with you, George. You took number 19, Kansas, in the top 25, plus the seven at home against another top 25 team, TCU, and you lost. That was brutal, 38-31. to 31. I thought you had it there for a little bit of that game, George, but the quarterback gets hurt. Darren... I've been close two weeks in a row, and this is getting a little bit bitter. Yeah. Well, your your situation is better than mine. It's better to be close than far away, and I'm far away. Not really. You get the same number of points. True, but it's the feeling, right? It's it the, is feeling the feeling of how you feel. Like your chest is still stuck out today. I'm drooping. I'm sagging. My head's down. You know, I'm like my ten-year-old baseball team when they don't right. things aren't going their way. Like, oh boy, it, oh, it, boy. it's these are self-esteem issues. Self-esteem. Yes. <laughs> these last two weeks have definitely affected my confidence or lack of. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Watson Brown gets another win. He stays hot. UCLA plus the three and a half against Utah. The Bruins get the win, forty-two to thirty-two. They put up forty-two. Watson, you should be thanking Dorian Thompson Robinson every day and twice on Sunday. Oh, that was that wasn't even close. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> now I we're mean, getting some confidence. Utah was driving to score and they fumble it right into dude's hands. He runs it 80 yards for a touchdown. That's why it's 10 points over the other. Is that whatever what happened? They won. So they you did win. So you should be thanking Utah. I'm I'm thinking Utah's running back big time. Yeah, he just kind of flipped it right to somebody. So a gift. Watson Watson gets a gift. Did you guys happen to see the piece they did on game day about UCLA and basically saying nobody shows up to their games? I mean, it was a total bag on their attendance issues, which I thought was interesting. 
They had a game earlier this year. First of all, it's hard to look good in the Rose Bowl. Even with the tarps, the place seats about 90. And they had a game (laughs) against South Alabama that looked like a Marlins game. (laughs) It was embarrassing. And Troy Aikman kind of bagged on them. Um, You know, I don't know what the answer is. Um, Apparently, UCLA thinks that going to the Big Ten will just automatically cure it. I wonder. Who knows? Who knows? But Watson stays hot, gets the win, and he is still atop the leaderboard. So Watson's getting some more confidence, I can tell, each week. So we'll have to see if he can keep it rolling. Third in in the uh, results last week, Darren McFarlane, Took the Hogs, a little bit of a gamble, plus the nine and a half on the road against a top 25 team, Mississippi State, and got walloped 40 to 17. Will Rogers threw it all over the field. Darren, where's the Hogs defense? Uh, they looked more like Thanksgiving, Billy. It looked like ham and bacon. Uh, they didn't look like Hogs. <laughs> it was pretty pathetic. Um, this is two weeks in a row I've turned on my game and just said, what a bunch of baloney. Like, th- this team is not winning. Like, this this game has no shot. And I move on. Like, I, it was very – and I know they didn't have, you know, their quarterback. But, gosh, I I, I thought Arkansas was going to show a little bit better than that. They were never in that game. They were in a hole from jump, and they never crawled out of it. They're not calling the Hogs right now. No. They're, they're calling them, but the Hogs ain't coming home. No, I think they're yeah, cooking. Darren didn't get a break either, guys. I mean, Jefferson don't play. I mean, I know. Right, another quarterback that, that got hurt. They hold that till game time and say he's not playing. I mean, that's a little different team without him out there. Yeah, I would say what's in my uh, confidence when I learned of that news went way down. Yeah, but mine would have been because, I mean, he is the team, if you ask me. So no change in that pick, even though you wanted to, Darren. You had to stick with it, had to stick stick it through that loss. So Darren takes another loss towards the bottom of the standings. I mean, this is really Georgia Watson versus Darren and Willie in the standings as we take a look at those coming up. Last but definitely not least, Willie Donick gets a win, but do we credit Chase McCabe for that? I'm not sure if that was passed along from, from Willie to Chase or, or if that was Chase's call. But you get the win with UNC plus a three and a half, and they win by three. I so. gave Chase uh, the full marks on that. Uh, that was his call. And as you guys know, I was in Prague, and so I didn't get to see a lot of games. They take place at like 1 a.m. in the morning over there. The, or even the early games start super late at night. But I'm just looking at UNC with the win. I assumed that Chase had the first pick, and Watson didn't have a chance to take UNC. Watson. You passed on on the on the Tar Heels there. What's going on? Yeah, I just I don't know. I I wasn't as confident as Chase was. I told him I said UNC's been lucky and they were lucky again. Miami had three shots at them in the fourth quarter and don't pull it off. Three three times they got the ball inside Carolina's what thirty with down three and they can't win the game. And he get the onside kick, Willie, <laughs> and the kid. Steps out of bounds by about an inch, taps the ball back in, so he's first touch. Miami gets the kick. They're all excited. They go to the monitor, and they give it back to Carolina. That was a 
but Max went in close ones. I mean, he's even telling me, he said, man, we're using our luck up. I hope there's, I hope there's nine lives because we've used three of them already. But Watson, I think there's a bigger issue that Willie is trying to drive at a little bit and he's perhaps too nice or meek in this case to say, why didn't I take my brother? You bagged your brother. He was on the road. I don't know. I just liked UCLA. I, that was my number one pick. One that I didn't like, my brother. I told Chase, I think it's a good pick. But I like the UCLA game. So I can't really question it. He got it. He got his points, George. I well, mean, I, I, it's I the same that, points I mean, about taking either one of them. But I mean, isn't family stronger than all of this? Uh no. <laughs> this is where George and I need to win. He's trying to win a title. Yeah. Not 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 when it comes to picking the right one so I don't have to listen to you get on me. No, family is not more important than that. What was that, Darren? These are tough problems for Willie and, and Watson, debating on which winner they should have taken. Uh, right. yeah. Oh, you got that winner. And, oh, I thought you were going to take my winner. And you should have taken my winner. Well, George sucks. <laughs> well, tell you what, you guys can fight over our picks. Okay? How about that? Yeah. So – so let's look at the standings. Here are the latest standings heading into week seven. Watson Brown still atop the leaderboard at three and three with 21 and a half points. But Willie nipping at his heels, 19 and a half points. Huge win for Willie this week. So as I said, it's Watson and Willie and then Darren and George at the bottom. Darren one and five does have seven points. So Darren's at least worth a touchdown. George zero point zero willie it's lucky the hall of fame thing happened before this <laughs> yeah what ha what is going on i mean it, what what do we think the problem is george he's gotten screwed well no the last two i feel like i've had good stuff i i, I don't know willie i don't know if it's a show prep issue <laughs> I, I don't i don't know i mean clearly it's time for me to do some self-evaluation <laughs> oh, God. I mean, Mike Grable during the bye week. You know, you sell well, you sell scout. I mean, this is what what we're looking at is Rich Kotite. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, who was the guy at uh, Ventura at Northwestern? Watson. <laughs> he had a record like that too, didn't he? Oh boy. You're still bowl eligible though if oh, you if you ring off six wins. Whatever. It, it sucks. It's a self-esteem issue. You're damn right it is. Okay. So Darren, there, how's your self-esteem? <laughs> well, I was gonna say if yours is a show prep, then what am I doing? Sleeping? I'm sleepwalking, aren't I? Oh, I, I I'll one. take your seven though, if you don't want them. <laughs> Anyway, I guess this that feels be... like two years ago, George. That's seven points. <laughs> right. <laughs> two years ago. We it was still summer. <laughs> I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't wearing a hoodie when I made that pick. No. Look, I I, I promise to do better this week. We'll go to the break. We'll find out this week's selections, underdog picks, and more. This is Main Street Media Television.
Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com. Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email Eric at rockcastlewealth.com. We're back. Apparently, Watson getting help from his wife on. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I don't deny that. Did you see the picture leading into this? No. Daniel Snyder looked like he had gas. (laughs) And if he had gas then, 
after today, he's going to have some more. Ooh, boy, he does look rough, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He looks like he needs a hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, this is where we uh, do the picking. What's the order, Billy? Okay, so here is the order for week seven. Number one, Willie Donick leading things off. Number two, George Plaster in the three-hole, Watson Brown. Can he stay hot? And the cleanup hitter, Darren McFarland in the four-hole. So, Willie, no chase this Hold week. Hold on a second. Darren, did you notice how he did that? It was, and batting third is Watson. And in the cleanup, Darren. <laughs> I just didn't feel the respect. Did well, you? Boy, you just going after everybody today. What are you trying to do? Keep everybody off of you? <laughs> yes, I think there's some there's some truth to that. I think that's the strategy. I mean, he's after everybody. <laughs> it just didn't seem like Darren got a fair shake in that intro. And and Darren's a friend, and I want him to have oh, that. He's got self-esteem issues right now as it is. <laughs> and I don't want the show to create any of it. So no, right, no, no more right self. Now, so my picks don't deserve any respect, George. Right now, reintro three and four, Billy. In the three hole, Watson Brown, and in the four hole, Darren McFarland. Mm. There you go. That'll give Darren some confidence. So does this mean it's now Willie's time? This mean this means it is Willie's turn. So you lead things off, Willie. Where are you going this week? All right, I've got the first pick. There's a lot of good games, and there are a lot of undefeated teams that are underdogs. So, George, you like to say, we got to make a pick that makes sense. I'm going to take a page out of that book. Okay. And I'm going to go with James Franklin's Penn State Nittany Lions, mm. a seven-point dog-ish. You, Billy, you can check the official. Uh, yep, you're right about that. It's the big noon kickoff. It's They're, they're in the big house. Against Michigan, I feel like they got a shot. They've got to stop the run uh, of Michigan, but Penn State's got a really good defensive front. Uh, if they can keep improving on offense, which they've shown signs of doing, they've proven they can win in a hostile atmosphere on the road. So I am going to go with Penn State. Okay, so there it is from Willie. I like There's that a pick. Point at the end of a I really do. When you realize, but what in the world? Are, are there gremlins in this thing? No, that's that's the ESPN app, George. It's, really, it's always buttoned in. Tell it to shut the hell up. <laughs> so Willie goes with Penn State minus plus seven, rather at uh, Michigan Stadium. Michigan's the, the minus seven there. So uh, we'll see about that. Number two, George Plaster. Hey, Darren. I know where you're going. Where am I going? <laughs> you're going to Eastern Time Zone in this in our state. <laughs> yes, I am. And let me explain why. Number one, I think it's good for business. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> give me a break. If it's good for business, let me give you a good one. Take the Commodores with 38 and a half and take you to first place. If you're going for business, it's right in town there. Take the Commodores good for business, man. George, are you are you running for office uh in November? Are you in one of the will you be on the ballot somewhere? It's a big election coming. I didn't know you were in the race though. No, Willie, here, here's what it is. Okay, we're in the viewer business. 
Okay. Now I I'm assuming in your television duties, you've been taught this. <laughs> we're in the viewer business. We're trying to get people to watch us. And in my case, I would like them to watch without putting like a bag over my head. Okay. So this might help. First of all, I think Tennessee is a really live dog. And that place is going to be nuts. So I'm taking Tennessee. Go Big Orange. So George, going with Tennessee at home against Alabama. That's a 3.30 Eastern kick on CBS. So we will definitely be watching that one. George, I'm guessing that's on the main TV. It's absolutely. Okay. It's absolutely. Now, how, how many points do I get? Because you've had some issues in that you, area. You, you get seven. You get, uh, you... uh, Darren, what happened to the half? <laughs> George, you need more than just a half. Well, I understand that, but I mean. Why are you crying about a half? I'll a tell point? you why. Because everywhere I've looked, Darren, help me. Is it not seven and a half everywhere you've looked? Um. I'm boy, going off. Boy, I'm going he, off Caesar hey, Sportsbook. Really, his tune changes, don't it? It's you seven on half. I asked for last week or two weeks ago, and he goes ballistic. He goes absolutely <laughs> ballistic. Oh, Darren's got it right there. Nice view. Oh, we we can't see it though. There it, there it is. Good lord, that looks like that thing the bear has on ESPN Game Day. Looks better <laughs> than our graphics. You did that much work on this? <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so there it is. George rolling with the Vols in uh, Knoxville against Alabama. You know what? I take it back. My little whatever here does have it at seven. Plaster Sportsbook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what we're going by now. Okay, so moving on. Watson Brown is up next with his selection. Can Watson stay hot? He, you didn't like the card, though, talking to you before the show, Watson. I, I saw you struggling oh, I, a little bit. I don't think this is a good week to me, but I didn't look at it till just earlier. So It also looks like you've entered a sun field. Uh-oh, I'll have to pull my curtains as soon here and just get up. As soon as I give this, I'll get up and pull the curtains. So can I ask something before you give your pick? Yeah, why not? If you're not willing to support your brother, are you willing to go against him? Oh, I never do that. Never? No. Never. Okay. No, I'll never pick against him. Okay. I'll take him somewhere along the year, but I ain't going against him. <laughs> okay. That one now, that would be bad. That yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if that, I could handle that. Cold I couldn't that sleep would, at night if I picked against my brother. That would cause a problem at Christmas. The only way I'd pick against my brother if he told me to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the inside information, but if he says – don't. That's, this is the week. Take the opponent. I'd that's say, illegal. Okay. We, we we can't be meddling with other coaches. Insider watching. trading is a very serious deal. All right, but I am going to pick in a game that he don't play either one of, because his schedule the rest of the way is not real tough. So he could be in this ACC championship. If you go look at his schedule, he don't have. He's got Wake Forest, but they're not in his division. So if he beats everybody in the division, he could lose to Wake Forest. But I'm going with Florida State and three and a half against Clemson. That's always a great game. Florida State came near close to beating NC State last week. 
NC State came real close in 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 Clemson land to knocking them off. So I'm going with the Seminoles to pull the upset. Darren, you remember our intern Superman? Mm-hmm. He's coming on tomorrow and he's gonna wear that thing. Oh boy. <laughs> They're gonna get beat. <laughs> Does anybody else believe that? That that they'll knock them off? No, that Clemson wins. I think Clemson wins. Yeah. Well, that gives me more confidence. <laughs> Great. So the confidence of of uh, of Watson is is getting even higher with with George saying his uh, his opponent's going to win. So we'll, we'll see about that. Watson takes FSU plus three and a half against Clemson at home down in Tallahassee. Should be a good crowd. And last but definitely not least, Darren McFarland. Can Darren get off his schneid? I think it's is it four straight losses. I think I think that's what what where we're at right now, Darren. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, what, let the facts get in the way of you know anything, Billy. Common, it's, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Um, Commonwealth's available. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not going there. Why? Because I don't I don't know what the stat. Because the minute I take them, Levis will be out. I mean, <laughs> you know, if they don't have Levis, did you see them without Levis? It's not yeah. pretty. It is not pretty. No. So what's your plan to, to raise your self-esteem a little bit here, Darren? Well, I mean, I like all these picks. I definitely like the first two. It's irrelevant. I'm not going to go through my list. My list has been a bunch of bombs. Well, no, show it to us again. Well, that was, very, that was really impressive. Right, I understand. That's And that's the thing. Like, I'm my list has not been working. So Okay, I'm, but show us – Show us that thing. Well, I want, I want, I like Michigan. Michigan and Tennessee were the two that I was hoping. I didn't know where I was picking, so I was hoping that I was getting one or two. And when I saw four, uh, you probably saw the droop uh, in my why, face. Why won't you show us the board? Because it's irrelevant. No, I mean <laughs> the board looked bigger than what Willie uses for a, a hockey game. <laughs> I, I'll show you my board. It's a bunch of chicken scratch. See this right here. Okay, so though th- that's your prep. Yeah, this was my prep. Okay, I I'm very tempted to go down to the borough, but I'm not. I'm very tempted though. I mean, I'm really tempted. But instead, a story that's really not getting talked about is what old Brett Bielema. Everybody put him out the pasture, and he's in Illinois in Champaign, and they're winning football games now. Can he sustain it? I don't know. But I don't think you can row a boat from Minnesota to Champaign. So I think PJ is going to have trouble rowing a boat to Champaign. So I'll take Illinois. No, I'm home. not getting into that boat rowing. The last time he shoved that boat up my uh... – <laughs> You know what? Yes, he did. I was pissed. <laughs> So, Darren, riding with the Fighting Illini plus the six and a half as they welcome Minnesota at home. That's an underrated game. Un- under Both teams really have played well this year. Minnesota's four and one, Illinois five and one. So, Darren, that would be big for you. That would be where's your confidence meter? You know, it's a good question, Billy. I don't know if anybody there cares. I think it's a good game, too, but I don't know if they show up for Illinois football. I don't know. They've, they've been kind of bad for a good while. Ever since Santa Claus left, Lovey Smith, you know, he started <laughs> off good and just went downhill quick. Um, 
I don't know if anybody shows up or not, but they're at home, and it's. I thought it was worth a shot. Darren, this is a quiz for you. Lovey Smith or the guy in Tampa? Does Do either one of them say anything during a game? <laughs> Are you talking about Todd Bowles? Yes, they both stand there like statues. I don't know, George. <laughs> I don't know how much talking they do. Just watch. Yeah, well, maybe you can't see Lovey's lips moving behind the, the eight pounds of hair on his face. Wow. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. I guess it's time to review. It is time to review, gentlemen, as we go through the picks here. First, Willie Donick took Penn State plus seven at home. Or no, on the road. I keep getting that mixed up. On the road at Michigan Stadium. So Penn State plus seven. George takes the Tennessee Vols plus the seven at home against Alabama. It's good for business. So Commerce. good for business there. That could be a big, big pick for George. Mm-hmm. Watson takes Florida State plus three and a half against Clemson at home. Watson trying to keep it rolling. And then Darren takes Illinois plus six and a half against Minnesota. We haven't seen many Big Ten selections. So uh, Darren riding with the Fighting Illini there, the formerly known as the Fighting Lovey Smiths. So, gentlemen, is it too early to say good luck to you? Willie, it just doesn't have quite... We've got to work on the pizzazz meter. The pizzazz meter. you got to give it a little James Franklin. You know, you got to sell it. He 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 can sell anything, right? you got to go 1-0 and this week. we got to win the next six seconds at a time. You know, you got to give it a little pizzazz, Billy. Work on the... You got to deliver. Also, and you can't take any stuff about these half points that people are asking for. (laughs) Just drop the hammer on them. Willie, also teach him how to start the whole process at the beginning, the way you do it. (laughs) You have to say, you got to announce your presence with authority, like Nuke Lelouch. You got to say, this is your commissioner speaking. Right. And what did I say the first time you popped that out there? Well, see, you got to be prepared for what's coming after that. You're going to have to take, you know, the, the slings and arrows, but you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Oh, battle through. You're going to have tough time. Years ago, the first time he popped that out, I said, do you think anybody <laughs> gives a damn? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, y'all behave. Darren, I hope something good happens for you, and that gets your hair going. Yes, like that <laughs> picture. I hope I look like that picture next week. Good luck to the okay. If you have a choice of Illinois or the the uh, Guardians tomorrow, is that really a question? The forget, Guardians, isn't it? Forget <laughs> Illinois. They can lose by fifty. I'm not care. Go Guardians. Go Guardians. Guardians. That a baby. See you guys next week. Bye, guys. All right. See ya. Okay. So those are our picks for week number whatever it is. When we come back, Watson, I originally had three plays tonight. There's a point at the end of a project when you realize... Oh, we don't need a Home Depot ad. No. Watson, did you hear that? Yeah. Okay, originally... What do you mean originally? Why would you not have three? Because of the 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 rain out? Yeah. Well, you can still pick it, and it's going to be played tomorrow before we come on the air. You think we can use that? Why couldn't you? 
little bonus pick. Bonus pick. It and more is coming up next. This is Main Street Media Television minus the Home Depot commercial. <laughs> Serving Williamson and surrounding counties, Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee offers comprehensive orthopedic care. With 16 sub-specialized physicians, our practice provides high-tech care with a hometown touch. We offer physician clinics, physical and occupational therapy, advanced imaging, and surgical services, including interventional procedures. Call us at 615-791-2630. We're Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee. High-tech care with a hometown touch. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor-trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad I couldn't work for almost a year, I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor-trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor-trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. The high school football season is here, and nobody handles Friday nights better than Main Street Media. Here's Zach Womble with details. That's the name of the game here at Main Street Media and Main Street Preps. Is, you know, we've been doing this for a long time now, and I think you hit on it. We've got an army of reporters across all of Middle Tennessee. I think there's about 130 schools in the Middle Tennessee area, and we cover we try to cover all of them. We cover about 11, 12 counties at this point. And uh, yeah, those those Friday night shows. It's you know we're gonna we're gonna show we're gonna show that off. We're gonna showcase the talent that we have on the field with with reporters across several mid state games on the weekly basis. So you know whether you're in Williamson County, whether you're in Giles County or Murray County or Montgomery or Robertson or anywhere in between, we're gonna have you covered from six to eleven. Friday Night Live is presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office where fans don't let fans drive drunk. At Sumner Funeral and Cremation, our mission is to serve families as our own, celebrate the life of their loved one, and help begin the healing process. My whole family, including my wife and my mom and siblings, were very happy with the treatment that we received. I would highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation. We offer funeral, burial, cremations, and pre-planning services. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional, affordable, dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace. And we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes, and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster.
Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Before we get to the bets of the day, real quickly, Houston, if you're watching this live, has just gotten an insurance run. They lead Seattle 4-2 to two in the bottom of the eighth inning. The Seattle Mariners team, not very lucky in this series at all. Every time they make a mistake, the Astros make them pay for it. But before we get to the bets of the day, let's have our weekly, uh, actually our daily update with Brian Stewart. Brian, I don't see... Oh, there it is. Yeah. You watch <laughs> last night? Oh, of course, George. That's, uh, you know, what a game. Um, Kyle Wright just threw a gem last night oh. in our bullpen. Uh, I mean, what can you say? I mean, just to give up one hit from the bullpen, I mean, that's, that's an amazing night. And, you know, hopefully we can carry that over in Philly. And I think that's... I think that's the key game right there. Go up to Philly and get a win. I think that would be huge for this series for sure. Oh, if only it would be that easy. I'm going to give uh, the pitching matchups or at least half of it uh, that we know right now. Tell me what's going to be going on in your weekend in the real estate world. Well, I have uh, I have a pretty interesting weekend this weekend because um, – I've got one of my agents, and I've had him on here before, Nick Aubrey. He's getting married uh, Saturday, and, uh, you know, he's the young kid starting off, you know, getting his family going and everything. And I, I'm excited as all get out about this wedding, but I cannot believe the timing that he, uh, the, the calendar day that he chose for the wedding being the third Saturday in October and knowing that his broker is a huge Alabama fan. <laughs> um, so it, the wedding actually starts at three o'clock and I'm like, Oh my just, God. Yeah. So have you seen God the commercial? Uh, right? the, what's the commercial where the guy who inflicts oh, the, all the, the pain, it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the mayhem. Yes. Yeah. That's me. Yes. Isn't it beautiful uh, when the, when the groom tries to give him the flower and he's get that out of here. Get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that commercial is hilarious, but yeah. back to you. Yeah. So, you know, we've got the, we've, we've got a wedding going on. We've got an open house going on. We've actually a couple open houses going on on Sunday. It's a great time this weekend on Sunday, especially because I know most everybody's going to be sitting there watching that Tennessee Alabama game, but Sunday the Titans are on a bye weekend, so I would love to see everybody get out there and go to these open houses that we're going to have. Uh, if you go to our website, you can see all the open houses, and the, the addresses, and the times. Our website is onestoprealtytn.com. Our office number is 615-822-0750. 
look at us on Facebook and Instagram as well, because we have all the posts on there of upcoming events that we have going on in the office. Love to see you guys out this weekend. George, let's carry it in on in Philly. Uh, and I, I know for all these Tennessee fans out here, I'm telling you, it's going to be a fantastic game. Oh, it's going to be insane. It'll be a loud place. It is. It's, it, yeah. But roll tide. I want you to know that. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's good for business. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. Until then, behave. I will, George. Thank you. Okay, Billy, what do we got? George, it is time for Plaster's Bet of the Day. It is brought to you by Bart Durham Injury Law. They have aggressively protected the rights of a broad range of victims of car accidents and personal injury in both Tennessee and Kentucky. If you, too, have seen your life interrupted by an injury on a highway, in a hospital, or at your workplace, let their attorneys do the work fighting for the full financial compensation that you need. Learn more about Bart Durham Injury Law by logging on to bartdurham.com. George, that leads us into your first bet Wait a minute. for tonight. Wait a minute. We're not going to show that I had a win last night and that I'm getting closer to 500? Oh, wow. I forgot about your results. Oh, yeah. No, that, uh, that's not accurate. What do you mean? We got to add one. Which one? On the left-hand column, it's 46 and 51. Oh, man, I'll have to throw that yeah. on Michael. Yeah, well. Come on, Michael. If he's trying to screw me over, it's not going to work. Surely not. 46 and 51. That was just a little mental mistake from Michael. So, George, 46. Watson, we cannot have that, can we? Oh, you need every win you can get. On a two-game winning streak. Okay, so under the, um, you know, it's good for business, good for commerce. I think the Preds win this home opener tonight. Dallas is a tough opponent. Watson, as you know, they like to play a lot of one nothing, 2-1, close to the vest kind of games. They don't blow a lot of people out. They don't get blown out a lot. I think the Predators get the goal that will win it and probably low scoring two to one, three to two. It will not be a shootout. I have no clues. It's too early in the year for me to know which, how everybody's going to play. So, but if I'm going to take one of those two, I'm taking the home team for sure. Darn right. Okay. Next up. This one got rained out tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and take it. I'm going to take the Yankees tomorrow at noon against Cleveland. Cleveland, I will admit, has the better pitcher in Bieber, but I think the Yankees have sort of got Cleveland's number right now. I just think the Yankees win, period. Riding with the Yanks. Yes. Up next, taking Chicago tonight. Watson, it is always exciting to go with Cole Komet. <laughs> Call me when you hear the final score because I will not be watching this. So this is a game even you can't watch. No, I'm not watching this. Okay. I'm going Bears for one reason. The commanders suck. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. They're awful. Yeah, they do. Now, the Bears aren't exactly the 27 Yankees either, but – those are the three I'm going to go with. Watson, I want to go at least two and one and get back to within four of the 500 mark. I think that would be progress. That's two and one for you is real progress. 
Thank you. So let me uh, let me update one thing before we get out of here tonight. Tomorrow, late afternoon, right as we go on the air, game three of the Braves Philly series will start. Philly's already announced their intentions, and it's no big surprise. And a really good pitcher in Aaron Nola. When he's right, that curveball <coughs> is very good. He'll be tough. The Braves have given it the not sure. Watson, I think they go Spencer Strider. The other option is Charlie Morton. Yeah, I mean, that's your two picks, so it's going to be one of the two. Yeah. I have no clue. I want it to be Strider. I think that with all this time off, his fastball could be dominating. Uh, And that's what they need right now is a dominating performance. He was dominating all year. I don't know why you wouldn't go with him if they don't go with him. That concerns me that his health is not there just yet. Yeah, it does a little bit. Anyway. No matter no matter who the Braves go with, though, they got to face Aaron Nola, and he's been really good. And then the question could become, if it were to go back to Atlanta, game five would be Sunday. Do the Phillies throw Zach Wheeler, the Atlanta native, on three days rest? Because Watson, for about five innings of that game, he was unhittable. George, tomorrow's game is the series. I, I say whoever wins tomorrow wins it. Well, by 6 o'clock tomorrow night, I'll tell you if I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, you behave. You have a good weekend. I know we'll see you on Monday. I'll, I'll see you. Have fun. Billy, you too. Billy, you're not going anywhere. No, I'm not. No, you stay here for the next 24 hours. <laughs> See all of you tomorrow on Main Street Media Television.